I know that ordinarily when we do the lab sessions, Look at the Book is intended to help us look at a text and learn how to find meaning in it. But part of finding meaning in a text and then applying it to our lives, without which finding meaning would be useless, part of it is learning how to live it, how to apply it. And I have found something to be so helpful in my life over the decades that I want very much to share it with you. It's called Aptat, and uh, you'll see what that means in just a minute. Here's that's an acronym. Each of these letters stands for a, a word, and there's a text behind each word. But here's, here's the question that compels me to come up with something like aptat as a way of life. Texts like Galatians 5.16, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. What does it mean to walk by the Spirit? How do you intentionally walk in a supernatural power. Or Romans 8.13, if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. So how do you put to death sinful deeds of the body? So you're about to do a deed and you're going to kill it. You're going to put it to death so you don't do it. How do you do it by the Spirit? Or 1 Peter 4.11, Whoever serves as one, let him serve as one who serves by the strength, by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified. So how do you serve? How do you serve by the strength of God? I mean, if it's me serving, it's it's him giving the strength. Well, what do I do? How, how do I how do I do that? Or Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith. What does that look like? I live by faith in the Son of God. So living by faith, day by day, making choices by faith, making actions by faith. What is what Faith in what? Is it just general faith in the Son of God? Or is it something more specific, hour by hour, moment by moment, that I'm trusting something more specific? One more to raise the question. Second Corinthians 5, 7. We walk by faith and not by sight. So we live by faith, we walk by faith. So what are we to make of that? So here is what I have done for years. So I'm, I'm facing a choice. I'm facing a task that I must do, and I want to do it by faith. For me, for years, it was preaching. So I'd sit on the front row just before I'm going to get up and preach, and I want to preach in the strength that God supplies. I want to put to death the, the, the fear and, and the, the pride and the self-consciousness by the Spirit. I don't want to preach in my own strength. What does that feel like? What do you do? How, how do you act with your willpower and yet it not be you but God who is acting and you are trusting? And here are the five words. I admit something. I pray something. I trust in something, I act, I preach, and I then thank. This, this act right here, these, these three right here might take me 30 seconds, 
And then I do my act, and the act might be a phone call, the act might be a kind word, the act might be to help somebody, the act might be to turn off the computer and not do pornography, whatever. This act may be long or it may be short, and then this only takes a few minutes. So these these parts right here only take a few minutes. Now here's what the APTAT stands for. This is what I would walk through sitting in the front pew just before I preach. I admit that I can do nothing. Apart from me, you can do nothing, Jesus says. So I just very consciously, every time I face something like this, I say to the Lord, I admit it, Lord, I admit it. John Piper, in his own strength, cannot do anything of any spiritual value here. If I stand up there in my own strength, it amounts to nothing for this people. And so it is with all our good deeds. I pray, after I admit, I pray, that is, I ask for particular help. Call upon me, call upon me, God says, in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, you will glorify me. So I pray, God, take away my anxiety. I pray, God, take away any self-consciousness. Take away my desire for the praise of man. Take away any um, sickness that might cause me to not have the kind of preaching that people could attend to because it would be distracting. Whatever is plaguing me at the moment, I ask him to do it. And then I trust. And here is where most of us go off the rails. We all know we need to admit our, our need. We all know we need to cry out for help. But very few people, as they face a challenge, trust a specific promise. Believe in the Lord and you will be established. Believe in his promises and you will succeed. Believe in his prophets, I mean, and you will succeed. And what I want to say here, what I want to stress here, and this is the most important thing I'm saying probably, is that if if you face a particular challenge, trust a particular promise. If, if the challenge is fear, Trust Isaiah 41, 41.10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. I am your God. I will help you. I will strengthen you. If, if you're faced with, with uh, greed or covetousness or anxiety about money, trust Hebrews 13.5 and 6. Keep your life free, Hebrews 13. Five and six. Keep your life free from the love of money and and be content with what you have. For God has said, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you. That's a promise. Believe that promise. Or if you're if you're tempted by bitterness and anger and and vengeance, trust uh, Romans twelve. 19, where it says, vengeance is mine, I will repay. So roll that burden off onto the one who judges justly. The, the point I'm stressing here is trust a specific promise. So many of us go off the rails because trust becomes so vague that the specific temptation and challenge and anxiety and uh, to, uh, trial right in front of us isn't met with anything specific that God has promised to do. And then go ahead and do the action. Work out, work out your own salvation, for God is the one who is at work 
in you. You must act. Even though it says walk by the Spirit, you're doing the walking. You're working and God is working in you. God works through your work. We must act. God's given us arms and legs and voices and wills. We use them. And the question is how to use them so that he is the one who's actually decisively acting here. And when you're done trusting him and you've acted, then you thank him. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he's good. He's helped you. His steadfast love endures for ever. And so we admit we can't do anything as we face a challenge. We pray for the particular help that we feel the need for. We trust a particular promise and we need to store those up, memorize some. I've got an Evernote file full of promises that I can pull up. And I try to pull one away from my devotions every morning and carry it through the day with me. Then we go ahead and we act. And when we're done, we thank him. And in all of these ways, I think we, we walk by faith, that is, by the Spirit.